In this episode, life coach, yoga teacher and all-round wise being, Bex Kelly, offers us a way to feel more free. Bex takes us through a technique developed by American speaker and author Byron Katie. It's a simple process centered around asking yourself four questions whenever you find yourself in a state of pain, upset or stress. I was introduced to this technique by Bex a few years ago. I now use it all the time as a way to get to know myself better and as a way to consciously disentangle myself from thought patterns and stories that aren't helping me. The more I've used the technique, the more I've noticed that often my painful and stressful thoughts all boil down to the same few stories. In this way, the exercise has helped me to focus on exactly where I need to do the work. I can't recommend it enough. And if this episode leaves you intrigued and wanting to know more, then a great next step would be to listen to Byron Katie's audiobook, Loving What Is. In it, you'll learn her own amazing story of hitting rock bottom and suddenly realizing how to set herself free from her pain. First, here's my conversation with Brilliant Bex. She started by describing the work. So the work by Byron Katie is a form of self-inquiry and a way to dive into your thoughts, to see how your thoughts are affecting your life and to see if your thoughts are affecting your day-to-day happiness. What we do with the work is investigate It's like a really amazing investigation to see what's really real, what's really true, and what kind of thoughts are you having that are making you suffer. When should people use this exercise? Whenever anything comes up that disturbs your mind, disturbs your day, anything that comes up that causes you stress. So in a working environment, when a colleague is challenging in your relationship, if your partner's done something that you didn't like, the work is so useful when you've come up in a place of conflict in your life. Someone said something that's really angered you. When those deep feelings of sadness or anger or pain come up, this is the time to use the work. What's the aim of this exercise? Day-to-day happiness. It feels joyful. It feels open. The goal is to feel more free. And talk me through the process. What do I need to do if I want to feel more free? Tell me what (laughs) I need to do. Well, all you really need to do is know the four questions. And if you can know the four questions off by heart, they can serve you at any minute of your day. Can you just break it down for us and and talk us through it um, so that we know where to start? So the beauty of... Byron Katie's work is that it is so simple. You can sum up the whole thing on one postcard with four questions and three turnarounds. And the first question you can ask yourself around your painful thought is, is it true? So here's my thought. I just met my husband's cousin for the first time. He didn't seem very friendly to me. My thought is he doesn't like me. And yeah, I'm not that likable as a person. Is it true? I sit with that and I know that's not true. There's so many other things that could be happening for this poor man. He's tired. He's jet lagged. He's meeting me for the first time. He's shy. So no, it's not true. Question two 
If you've answered yes, it is true to the first question, you can go deeper. Can I absolutely know that it is true? Is it absolute? And this is your chance to be very gentle with yourself as you explore the edges of is this true or not and see what bubbles up here for you. Question three, how do I react when I think the thought? And this does get quite fun, actually, when you realize how how you treat yourself when you think a certain thought. He didn't like me. I'm unlikable. How do I feel when I think that? I feel horrible. I feel my self-esteem is so low. I don't feel confident. What are your emotions doing? What's coming up? What's your self-talk like? And how are you really feeling it in your body? And question four, who would I be without the thought? And for me, this is really where some of the magic happens. Because when you imagine yourself, you give yourself permission just for a minute to create a gap between you and the thought you're thinking. And in that gap, you feel some of the freedom potentially of what it might be like to live without that thought. So he didn't like me. Without that thought, I'm going to take it out of my head for a moment. I feel free. I feel really delightful. I feel independent. I feel confident. My heart feels strong. I feel fun. And then after the four questions, you can move on to the turnarounds where you flip the statement around and you flip it to the opposite. Can you say the opposite of this sentence? He didn't like me. The opposite of he didn't like me is he did like me. This is so simple. Just turn the negative to a positive and sit with that and see could this be true? And sometimes, could this be more true than the initial statement, than the initial thought? He likes me. Um, Actually, yes, (laughs) I think this is true. The turnaround is a way of sort of making an anagram in your mind, like a brain scramble to see if the opposite of what you said is actually true. Just play with it. Test it out and see if it is true or not. That dark pathway that you've typically gone down is really hard to resist, even once you become aware of it. Mm -hmm. Um, This is an exercise that offers you that choice to choose having the thought and going down one path or possibly creating a new thought or relieving yourself of that thought and taking a different path that feels more like sunshine and lightness and freedom. I'll never forget the first time I really, this really clicked for me. And I was confronted by such a contrasting list of feeling and sentiment between question three and four. How do I feel if I believe this thought? And who would I be without it? It was so stark. And to be confronted by that choice (laughs) is really powerful, I think, because then you're, you're given this sense of agency. Hang on, I get to choose which of these places I want to be in. 
do I want to be in the prison of all of this insecurity and doubt, or do I want to feel free and confident and content and motivated and alive and loved? Um, I think for me, that was, that was a really powerful moment that I'll never forget. And even if I now use it as shorthand, just in my mind, quickly running through the four questions when I find myself in a, in a tricky situation with one of those sticky thoughts, it, it can quickly get me to that place of freedom. A hundred percent true. I, I feel like it comes up time and time again. The same words come up for different people when they describe who they are with a thought and who they are without. And it's always the opposites of... I feel trapped, I feel dark, I feel down, you know, I feel tight. Those four words come up time and time again for the, for the feeling of with the thought. And then without the thought, guess what? Free, open, light. I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say, without the thought, I feel free, open, and light. And there's the choice. <laughs> tell me why this particular exercise, the work, is something that you return to again and again? You can, you can change your life by changing your thinking. We have the ability to choose the thoughts that we think. What happens when you start to use this exercise, this tool, on a regular basis? For me, it's really just it's the awareness piece and taking yourself through the steps to create more awareness around what you're thinking. The more we can practice, the more we may be aware and the more we may have that uh, power to discern what we would like to respond to and how we would like to respond. And, and Bex, who should be using this tool? Everyone on the planet should be using this tool. I feel like this is a tool that we should be taught as children to, to gain awareness of what we think and how we think. Within the Byron Katie website, there's also a section for children. I think it's the most fundamental tool to understanding yourself as a person. The four questions are simple enough for anyone to understand, and that's the beauty of it. It's so simple to digest, but it's so impactful and really has the power to change your life. And are you at the stage where you still sit down with a pen and paper and work through the exercise or, or, or does it become uh, second nature, a, a fluency that you can reach for actually in the moment without having to remove yourself and, 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 and write it down? I think there's a benefit to that, actually writing down the thought. There's something very therapeutic about putting pen to paper and actually releasing in that way. So I would always come back to that for the big ones. But as time has gone by, I've been less and less paper oriented and been able to flow through in my mind with a bit more ease. But some thoughts still come that are really hard, really sticky and hard to disassociate from. And those, I still write them down. I think the thing is, is painful and stressful thoughts are a universal human experience. And this exercise promises to help you begin to untangle yourself from those thoughts. That is it. It is an untanglement, a detachment in a healthy way to see who you truly are 
And it's a tool that I hope I keep forever in my back pocket because it, it has helped me enormously in choosing joy. And I've also seen many of my clients have these moments of laughter as they realize they don't need to keep that thought they were having. And it's it's really important to stress, I think, that it's not a case of kind of um, flattening or railroading over a thought. It's It's noticing it and accepting it and beginning to understand it before you then decide to make a different choice. Yes. And you have to kind of tease it out a bit. You know, you've got to tease out those thoughts. Sometimes there's more to it than just the tip of the iceberg of the thought. Um, but this exercise really does help you to yeah, reveal what's going on in there and also why that thought has come in the first place. It can set you free from that incessant carousel of thoughts, painful, stressful thoughts that you can't seem to let go. Definitely. And some, some of our painful thoughts are just so repetitive. We probably have a cluster of thoughts that come up over and over again. They're not all different, our painful thoughts. We probably have the same painful thought with a slightly different title over and over again. So this practice will help you to get away from that cluster, break down the cluster and move on from your stories. I think we walk around in life carrying a lot of old stories of things that we've never forgotten that are deep in the past and you're still thinking about it today. You can let those go. And this work, Byron Katie's work, will help you to do that. So if you practice Byron Katie the work enough, you will have this freedom feeling of, oh, I'll choose to put that bag down and continue on my way without the baggage. How good is that? In many circumstances, it's almost enough to ask yourself the very first question. And then that can really shift your perspective and allow you to um, move forward in the situation feeling completely different about it. I think that's true. The first question is often enough. Is it true? Is it true? This is so big and such a bold question to ask yourself. Wait, was that even true? How humbling to ask yourself that question. Is it true? And I should also add that sometimes you're not ready for all four questions. Sometimes the thought is really very painful and that's about as far as you can go if it's a painful one. Is it true? Just go gently on yourself. Absolutely. And some days you're going to be able to embrace this more than others. Um, but to have this exercise and tool at your fingertips is such um, a liberation. <laughs> it's such a, an opportunity, actually, to really change very long-held, deeply held old habits of um, beating yourself up or, or, or guessing at how other people are feeling in a situation. Perhaps one of the key pieces to thinking differently is, is creating that sense of separation between ourselves and the thought. And again, this is an exercise that does that, right? It, it hands it to you on a plate because by slowing down and noticing the thought, you immediately take a step away from it. Yeah, I think that's true. You've, you've got to create that gap. And in that space comes the consciousness and the freedom. This is the way to untangle yourself from the stories that you do not need.
Thank you so much for sharing this. I know it's a tool and a technique and an exercise that is so close to your heart. And you were the one who shared it with me originally. And I've watched you share it with other people in the workshops that you run. And I've spread the word and I've been so evangelical about it. And I can see just from the feedback I'm getting from my friends and my loved ones, what a difference it can make to people's lives (laughs) and how powerful it is as a tool for helping you to untether yourself from these heavy, weighty, painful thoughts and stories. So thank you so much. You are so welcome. And I don't mean to be evangelical about it either, but I just can't seem to help myself because I've been through this tool so personally now, and it's very close to my heart, like you say, and I just can't help myself but tell people the joy of it. I hope you enjoyed listening to my conversation with Bex. I wanted to end with a summary for you in the hope you can apply this technique as soon as you need it. So when you next feel a painful or stressful thought, or you find yourself trapped on that whirling carousel of thinking, and it's getting in the way of you enjoying life, turn to Byron Katie's four questions. Question one, ask yourself, is your thought true? Question two, can you absolutely know it to be true? Question three, how do you react when you believe this thought? And question four, who would you be without it? And then you can play with your original thought. You can try turning it around to its opposite. I am a bad parent becomes I am a good parent. Or you can try putting yourself into the statement in place of other people. So, they don't love me might become, I don't love me. In this way, the exercise can shine a light on the root of your pain. Sometimes, simply stopping to ask yourself, is it true, will be enough to set you free. You can find links to Byron Katie's website and her books in the show notes. And I really hope this tool helps you like it's helped me. As always, please share this episode with anyone you think could benefit from it. And of course, rate and review it if you like. I wish you well. Thanks so much for listening.